Today is Friday, November the 11th, and welcome to the Daily Pause. This pause-guided prayer experience will help us slow down this morning and immerse in the presence and love of God. Then we will reflect on some scripture, seeking to hear what Jesus is saying to us today. The scripture readings, in fact, are all about, they have been this week, about serving in Jesus' name and how that blesses people, and it is a vital expression of the radical hospitality Jesus intends his followers to be known for. Finally, then, we will just spend some time interceding in prayer for people that we know but who do not seem to know Jesus that well, engaging in the missional practice of three by five praying. The Lord's Prayer will help us and guide us through this. So today's Immerse, Reflect, and Intercede journey awaits us. Let's begin. As I enter prayer now, I pause to be still, to breathe slowly, to recenter my scattered senses upon the presence of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, lead me through this time of prayer now. Apply to my soul all the blessing and goodness and love and healing that has been won for me through the death and resurrection of my Savior, Jesus. In Philippians, Paul writes, In your relationships with one another, have the same mindset as Christ, who, being in very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to be used to his own advantage. Rather, he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness, and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, even death on a cross. Jesus, because of the sacrifice you have made for me on the cross, I have access to true life and my every need. I take time now in gratitude to give thanks for all of the gifts you have given me. Father, in my life there is trouble, things and situations that cause stress, anxiousness, worry, and more. My heart is tangled with the many worries of this world. Apply to me the peace won on the cross. Jesus, I give everyone and everything to you. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse. 
Rejoice with those who rejoice. Mourn with those who mourn. Live in harmony with one another. Do not be proud, but be willing to associate with people of low position. Do not be conceited. Do not repay anyone evil for evil. Be careful to do what is right in the eyes of everyone. If it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. Do not take revenge, my dear friends, but leave room for God's wrath, for it is written, it is mine to avenge. I will repay, says the Lord. On the contrary, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him something to drink. In doing this, you will heap burning coals on his head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Romans chapter 12. I feel like I've lived this passage this week. It's been hard. I actually used some of this very scripture this morning. I won't sugarcoat that Jesus is calling us to a way of living completely counter to our natural impulses. It's hard. I told my older daughter this morning that something she was experiencing was persecution. I shared with my younger daughter that she should pray for her enemies, those that are causing her pain. Actually, pray for them by name. We even prayed over the names of people that are creating pain in my daughter's hearts right now. As a mom, it was hard. Have you ever done this? It sounds completely crazy, doesn't it? What Jesus is asking us to do, to serve through prayer and blessing and to actually go out of our way to love on those who we want to run from. I'm not saying that this is a call to stay with somebody who's abusive or not set up boundaries with somebody who's wreaking havoc in our life. But is it possible to radically serve others through prayer? I venture it's an act of hospitality to pray for someone who we deem our enemy. Hospitality, by definition, is being generous to the stranger. Could our enemy be a stranger to our own heart? Yes. When we pray for someone, we are being generous with our prayers. It's simple for me to pray generously for those I love and enjoy. But Jesus is saying, be generous with everything in your prayers and in your heart for those who are hard for you to love. I propose that perhaps this could be the highest form of hospitality we can do. It's a call to God to bring the kingdom into someone's life, a person we really don't like. Can God do something with that despite our maybe lack of sincerity in that prayer? Absolutely. We don't need to feel good all the time about the prayers we lift. We're just called to bless extravagantly those who are hard for us to bless. God will work in spite of us. And as I have personally experienced, my heart begins to soften when I pray for someone who is hard for me to love. I change. Jesus knew that when he gave these instructions. Could it be possible that Jesus is a bit wiser than I am? Yes. 
As you return to the passage, consider what Jesus is nudging you and who Jesus is nudging you to notice today, perhaps even right now. Make a seat, make room right now, a place in your heart to love that person by praying for them. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Mourn with those who mourn. Live in harmony with one another. Do not be proud, but be willing to associate with people of low position. Do not be conceited. Do not repay anyone evil for evil. Be careful to do what is right in the eyes of everyone. If it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. Do not take revenge, my dear friends, but leave room for God's wrath, for it is written, it is mine to avenge. I will repay, says the Lord. On the contrary, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him something to drink. In doing this, you will heap burning coals on his head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Romans chapter 12. We can leave a little space now to listen, making ourselves available through quietness to the Holy Spirit's whisper, flowing from the words just you might find it helpful to reread the passage as you're listening or take note of your thoughts in a journal. Jesus, what are you saying through these words to me today? Why this word this day? What part of this reading is grabbing my attention and why? Let's listen. Come, Holy Spirit, help me receive and help me hear what you are saying to me today. Father, thank you for your deep love for me, your extravagant grace towards me and towards the world of people around me every day. I receive your love, Jesus, and I receive your strength. I receive your peace. 
I receive all that you paid so much for me to have. And I'll turn my heart outward in prayer. Jesus, I pray for all who will live this day and close their eyes this night without the fullness of life that comes through faith in you. I want them to know you and to know you well. Now mention out loud names of people who come to mind, who you know, but who don't seem to know Jesus that well. Perhaps you could bless them. Include the names on your three by five list if you keep one. For the people I have just mentioned, I pray. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. Father, lead them away from going down the paths that bring more brokenness, pain, and sin into their lives. Deliver them from evil's attacks and influences this day. Deliver them, Father. Deliver them. Jesus, I ask you to fill me now with your spirit to empower and enable me to love and lead the real people I encounter today into the meaningful life that you intend for them. To this mission I am called, help me take the blessings of this time of prayer into the day that awaits me. Amen.